But at the end of the day, no matter what you do, this business is about three things. Seeing the people, seeing the people, seeing the people. That's all yeah. it is. <laughs> right. Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. My name is David Duford, and I'm an insurance dude. Boom! Boom. Boom. We're in. I'm about to hang with now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's a veteran. Well, and you are a, a staple on the interwebs, Mr. YouTube yes. himself, David Duford. If only Woo. we could attain that level of YouTube fame and status. Maybe someday. <laughs> Just keep working. Right. Like we're talking about a little bit on the uh, back in the VIP lounge for you. Yes, yes, with our <laughs> non-alcoholic champagne. Right. <laughs> Smoking jackets. This Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, huh? Like how you just keep grinding and eventually it breaks. And a lot of times folks will give up, I think, right before it's about to tip. Yeah, I think so. It's human nature. I mean, this is a, it's such an interesting business, but it's true of any performance-based activity. You know, it takes so much time and effort and sacrifice. There's a price to pay for success and people mostly won't do it. You know, and many right. times, like you say, they fall short of right where they should be, you know, just a yeah. little, little early. And it's just nature. You know, it is what it is, unfortunately. When the pain I becomes just, too great, then they eject. And that was when it was going to be their moment. Yep. yep. And, and this I is just somebody failed out of the business. Okay. So I'm not like just, you know. Right. Preaching right. But that's something. it, right? That mm-hmm. That's it. Like, I, I think everybody does out of the gate. Like, there's no one that just jumps into let's just say insurance specifically you don't just jump in and hey next month you're like best in company and like all this great stuff's happening and crushing it right there's always a level of and it's almost what gives you the drive at least for me like i came in from i was bartending months earlier from coming into this and i felt so out of place but that and then the pain of like sucking so bad at first (laughs) was what gave me the drive you know yeah right Right. It's, you know, it's funny. You, you, it's easy. Look, I've been doing this 10 and a half, almost 11 years now. And it's easy to look back and think, oh yeah, you know, I failed and came back and succeeded, you know, uh, right. You know, but yeah. living in the moment, of course, is Ooh. completely different. You kind of, you do kind of forget that stuff, Yeah. but there's a lot of yeah. what you're doing in the process of building a skill set or a career that you don't know the true value of it until time has passed the struggle, the pain, frustrations that that's worth something yeah and i think it's good that you go through it because it tests your metal it builds your character and you need all this to be successful you need all this to sustain yourself Mm -hmm. it's meaningful i guess is what i'm saying it sucks to be in it but it's part of the process it it Uh has if you don't have that that's really a concern because when things happen like what we've experienced last year or two um and you're not ready for it because you haven't been slapped around a little bit you know it's, it's worrisome I just yeah. had this light bulb about Tony Robbins, the coal walk. Like it's yeah. so symbolic about having to go through that pain to get to the growth. Right. All those people who've said, you got to pay a price. Success comes at a price. Yeah. It's true. It's, I gave up my 20s so I could yeah. have pretty good 30s. Right. And hopefully beyond. Again, easy to say that in the moment, but there yeah. are a lot of sacrifices. It's, and I don't, I think it's helpful not to assume you're any different. You know, you're it's like molting. You know, you have to shed your previous self in order to get your new self. I did the same thing in my 20s. I pissed away my 20s so that when I went in my 30s, I was like, that's it. This is this is the time like I'm so far behind the eight ball. 
And I put in an incredible amount of time going to school, working overtime, doing both at the same time, having kids and like doing so much because I didn't want to hit my 40s. And I gave up. Yeah. I mean, watching your friends do fun stuff all the time and just living a normal life and just grinding was painful. It was painful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true for most people who achieve significant success in life is they they see that same thing. It's demoralizing, but you're in good company if you feel that way. I mean, it's just (laughs) that's part of the trial by fire, really. Yeah. And just when you think you have it, you realize you don't again anyway. Very humbling experience, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. You got to pay the, I mean, the price for it, right? You have to pay, you have to invest either time or money into something to get a return. That like like hands down, there's no chance, unless you're, you win the lottery or whatever. But I mean, even that, like, but for the most part, I would say you definitely have to invest time or money into something if you want to see a significant return. I was just curious about your thoughts on, obviously, we need to be mindful and strategic, smart about our money, right? But our money is the thing that buys time, right? You're able to outsource things, use the money. How detrimental is it to be of this scarcity mindset where you're so concerned about every little dollar? How do you think that can affect um, agents? Yeah, it's it's tough, you know. I and you mentioned scarcity mindset. The the way I can best connect it to in our business models, we depend on buying leads. It's not true of all insurance, but insurance sales models, but we do. And, mm-hmm. and I try to teach my agents the best problem to have is too many people to see. You're not going to get rid of problems as you progress your <laughs> career. You just trade them out for better ones, I guess you could say. And one of those in our business is having a lot of people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a scarcity mindset like, what if you call on a lead and they tell you to go to hell? Well, I, you know, the scarcity mindset says, I just burned $30 on that lead. What a waste of money. The, the abundance mindset says, I'm that much closer to a yes since I've eliminated and, and, and resolved that one lead. Yes. And it does, take some minds, it's, it does take some mindset changing. And it's funny you mentioned this scarcity mindset thing. I, I find myself now more, and I never really wanted to go this direction. I find myself trending towards it is more talk in the mindset part of the game, you know, because I'm finding mm-hmm. a lot of people have, as uh, I think old uh, A.L. Williams used to say, stinking thinking, you know, their, <laughs> their perception of reality is messed up and, and it's, it is in a self obstacle uh, in the way of success yeah. and it needs to be dealt with, with stuff like this. Yeah. I a thousand percent agree. It, it is funny. And, and Craig and I are in some masterminds and, and been to conferences and stuff. And it's like the elite business people or just people in general who thrive in life just think differently. And then it's like anybody can have that. So it, it does go back to the to the mindset with every single thing, the biggest obstacle with anything, even happiness, like you name it, is just the mindset stuff. Like it right. really does come down to that. You and I can write down on a piece of paper today. We can hit keys on a keyboard and make the things happen on the on the screen. It's it's like the doing the action is easy, but finding what to do or going through that process to like discover it can be painful and then you think you can't do it or something like that. I mean, it's it's like almost all a mindset game because the action is super easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not unique, really. It's pretty boring and old. 
but yeah. a lot of lessons can't be taught. And that's kind of the, the, the takeaway here is you have to apply yourself and take a chance on yourself, take a risk and, mm. and learn or experience loss, the, the risk of loss, but more importantly, learn from that loss, what one could do better to avoid that again and never make that mistake again. Uh, right. as Gus Fring said on, uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> or if you do, it's okay. Just now don't make it again. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. You got one chance to make a mistake. That's fine. We're human. We'll do it yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. with Gus. You know, there's yeah, probably that's... some people who are listening to this that have never even heard of Breaking Bad. They're so young. It's crazy. Okay. Now, if you're bringing up, I mean, that's like a new show to me. I'm in my 80s. <laughs> that's how old you are. You see, that's what right. I'm saying. You know, like yeah. I talk to kids they're like Breaking Bad or Lost. Like what? Like, yeah, Lo- uh, you know, it's funny. Total. You just put me on a tangent here. But but <laughs> I randomly with my wife watched the first the pilot episode of Lost when it came out. Like we just happened to like turn on regular TV back in the old days when you had regular TV and that was on. And we're like, yeah, what's yeah. this? You know, like the, the whole front scene where the plane thing was, the engine was whirring and, and we're like, wow, this is good. And then we got sucked in for however many years, like you right. know, waiting every week back in the old days when yep. you couldn't just watch them all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Great show. It was but, a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to try to tie it back somehow. But <laughs> <laughs> they made abundance by being on that island with what they had. Right, right. They, yeah, they, they found the others. The best. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so David, we yeah. we also talked about how over the last couple of years you've seen some exponential progress, some results, a success in going through that mindset shift and everything. What are some of the things that that you were super bullish on that that helped you get through that? You know, I don't know if it's just luck because I came into this business by, uh, you know, accident, not, not accident, but des- desperation. Yes. Desperation. I'm only selling insurance <laughs> because I was desperate at the time back at the great recession when I had a personal training gym and it failed out. And I needed to do something. Nobody was hiring and there was final expense. So, um, I, I guess aptly named. Back, say, say that again. Aptly named. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, by chance, I stumbled into a business model that already had a, an underlying socio-demographic trend upwards, but baby boomers retiring at, at huge rates for decades, and more people retiring with less money and in need of health insurance through Medicare. So I just picked, I got lucky with COVID because if I was a personal trainer, I would not have a business because I wouldn't be allowed to run my shop in some states. You know? Yeah. And uh, even when the thing with the pandemic is it just made more people that much more aware of having life insurance if they died and having health insurance to cover, you know, God forbid, if they ended up in hospital. So um, I think it's, you know, we just got lucky. I think that's part of it. And and just staying to the fundamentals, you know, sticking to fundamentals, you know, great training, great support, following through, helping agents. And really, even in times of economic turmoil, our business does great, too, because you know, like I did, people get desperate. So I guess looking back, if anything, it's just because I did what I did and I didn't deviate too much from it and go after the shiny objects, which, you know, those can be very distracting. And I've certainly have my fair share of shiny object syndrome. I think like <laughs> at the beginning of, of the pandemic, and, and I think that this could relate at any point, right? Because there's ups and downs. And this was right. a, clearly emotionally and economically a huge down for a lot of people. 
which I think if you're of that abundance mindset, you look for the opportunity. What helped you dive into that and put the gas on it when a lot of people were like, oh, now I'm going to, I got to wait and sit back and see what happens here. You know, what helped you like go all in? I would lie if I said that the pandemic caused me to change really anything from a fundamental standpoint. If anything, we started emphasizing more telesales. The one thing the pandemic did was really jumpstart any sort of virtual or remote work (laughs) just across the industry, right? I'm sure you guys see it too. And it became much more approachable and, and logical to do for a lot of people. So we jumped on that trend. We had been doing telesales for a while, not in a big way, but this certainly pushed us in that direction. So that, that's, that's certainly a part of it too. But um, no, I mean, we just have a great niche. I, you know, our, our seniors get paid by Uncle Sam, no matter what happens, it would take a collapse of America itself for Social Security to go away, you know, so that's not going anywhere. Same thing, I think, for Medicare, even with all the talk of modifying it. Seniors would vote the bums out if, you know, a Congress critter decided to reduce benefits with Medicare. So I don't see that changing either. And um, mm. like we said earlier, the nature of the pandemic drives more people to what we do. They want security in times of peril and insurance products do that. So yeah, I, I don't know. I have no, no magical secret formula here. It's just sticking to what we did and got yeah. lucky with the right business and just keeping the gas going. Yeah. So you were able to kind of foresee like buying buying leads and the value of doing that over just having walk-ins or or something like that. I'm sure you talk to other agents that say, you know, I I just want a referral network. I don't want to buy leads and and stuff like that. What do you tell them? I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's niche dependent which products you're selling and for me, you know, I'm in the recruiting business, so I'm looking for talent to go execute on a strategy we know works and lead generation works for us. And, and, and the reason it does is because frankly, even if somebody's going to work a referral network or they're going to go cold call, it's likely their network's going to run drier and faster than they think. And number two, most people just don't have the guts. Understandably, I wouldn't either. I don't would cold call residentially, but, but they won't do it as much as they say, think they will. It's not yeah. a scalable recruiting and sales model. Whereas buying leads of some sort is, it, it makes this business much more approachable to more people. Yeah. And, and people have critiques of buying leads, you know, lead junkies and, you know, and all that stuff. And, and I get it. That's true. I think there's ba- value to referrals, but it, it makes this business more attractive to a lot more people when you open it up to leads. So I guess where I'm going with this is, you know, if you can do a system without buying leads, great. I don't have anything against that. Some of my agents do seminar marketing. They don't pay for leads. They generate themselves. That's great. You know, they go into senior facilities, talk to seniors, generate leads that way. But you got to have something that's already been duplicated before, that's been proven. And you got to learn from somebody who already knows how to execute it. That's the thing, no matter what it is. But at the end of the day, no matter what you do, this business is about three things. Seeing the people, seeing the people, seeing the people. That's all yeah. it is. <laughs> right. But you got to get your foot in the door with them. Yeah. And if you don't, I don't care how good you are, you know, uh, how great of a salesperson you are. Tony Robbins, he's not going to do well if he doesn't have people to see, you know, so that's the big thing. No matter how, whatever it takes, you got to do that. You got to keep your prospect pipeline full as much as. Yeah. It just seems like when we, it brings us back to full circle to the original thing, which is, well, you have time or you have money and Going and doing the seminar, great. You didn't spend any money, but 
How many leads did you get out of doing that versus you could have been in the office and just bought them and you'd be that much farther ahead, right? Because you can't get back yesterday, right? You can't get back the day before those days that you didn't do the seminar and you didn't do it. You're just now you're just still working the same pool. Whereas, right. you know, we, we love the data because we can every day I can get 300 more leads, right? And I know yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, it's predictable. Right. And so for us, I know that predictability is really important. How important is that in the final expense side of it? Uh, yeah, it's everything, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to dial people into something that is predictable, right? That they can work and depend on. They're going to get results from. And um, plus, again, we all have head trash and, you know, uh, oh, my God, I got to call somebody cold. Oh, they won't like me. You know, <laughs> we all deal with this. And, and as opposed to trying to diagnose that and doing a mindset shift, which most won't do, just walk around that obstacle and give them leads. People that actually want to talk to you for the most part. Yeah. And it just, again, opens it up. So, yeah. What you said earlier was interesting. You said keep the pipeline full, which, right. you know, that's a, I say the same thing, but like it just dawned on me. It's like it, it can't be almost full. It can't, it almost has to be overflowing a little bit, right? You have to have some, some die off. Like we, we see that all the time in, in the PNC world. It's like you can't buy just enough to make the sales, right. even on numbers on paper. You have to buy that extra. You're going to have that extra fall. You're going to have that dude that doesn't show up that right. you that bought the leads or something like that. Like that's just part of it. It, but that pipeline every single day that your agents are working has to be full and possibly right. overflowing a little bit. Always right. overflowing. That, mm -hmm. That's the thing is you're never going to get rid of problems. The, the question right. you ask yourself is what kind of problems do you want to have? Do you want to have the problem of not having enough people to, to speak to? Well, that's career right. in, or do you want to have the problem of, I've got so many quotes to run, so many people waiting on calling me back. They're yelling at me because they wanted to buy. That's I want problem. that problem, yeah. you know, and, and right. you can work yourself up to that if you understand that important principle. And, um, yep. you know, filling your time, you know, is is critical to this business is you have to you have only so many time, so much time a day, so many days a week to see the people. Yeah. And it's your job. It's your it's your requirement, responsibility to fill it as, with as many people as you can. Because uh, uh, if you don't have prospects, you don't have a business. Yeah. So yeah, overflow. That's everything. To be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium, Yes. Off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520 214 
520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's, a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.